guys welcome to another episode of push start podcast my name is andy and i'll be sharing with you the tips and tools that will help you push start on your productivity and high impact journey so today i'm addressing a group of people that i like so much but not everyone is addressing them in the productivity and high impact space and that is high schoolers and what we're talking about today in this episode of push start hacks is how to apply for varsity or college or any other high um, education institution so we are currently going through a pandemic now as you know by the time of this recording and it does seem like everything is put on hold but most definitely learning and upgrading your skills and improving your life situation has not been put on hold you still need to educate yourself and you still need to be someone that can contribute positively to society now getting into that we're going to look into the tips and tools that will help you uh, in your application process for your higher education or your further ed- education. So let's get right into it. One of the first things that you need to think of is the major or the program or the degree that you're going to pursue. So one of the things that you need to consider is what interests you, what drives you, what are some of the things that you do in your free time in order to pass time except watching TikTok videos, of course. Like, do you like researching cars? Do you like fashion? Do you like... um researching about the virus and you feel like you can contribute maybe you want a career in biology maybe you want a career in mechanical or you want a career in fashion design so have those interests well aligned with um, the degree that you're going to choose and also as well tying into that which is another concept from the career space that dr carl newport shares is that you need to also look at the skills that the market needs right Sometimes you have degree programs that are being offered out there and are legitimate, accredited, but they don't have any real market value and maybe you'll find yourself without a job. So look at the market value of your degree. Is it needed in the skills? And also as well, is it something that after you graduate will be able to help you secure a job or help you start a business? So those are the things that you need to look into. And especially now that we're going through a recession, um, skills that are essential are needed and also as well skills that have real value in the markets are needed so look at that when you're considering your program because you don't want to find yourself um, studying for seven four years and finding out that your career has no real market value so have those skills planned out and have those skills link to your degree or program and also as well when you need to consider skills you also need to consider um what skills are needed to get you in the program? Do you need to be more analytical? Do you need to be more uh, of a reader? So if you want to get into law, maybe you need to start picking up your reading skills, your analytical, critical thinking skills. These are things that you can do online um, at a fraction of the cost, even sometimes free. If you are going into the engineering or tech space, police sirens, job work for you. If you're going into the engineering space, you need to also consider hey, maybe I need to improve my math skills. Maybe I need to improve my physics and analytical skills. And these are the things that you can do during this lockdown. You might not have school now, but you can definitely take the time to learn these skills. And another thing to consider as well is how long will it take? How long will your degree take? You know, if you're in medicine, it could take somewhere around seven years and it could go further if you're going into a specialization. So these are the things you need to consider. What responsibilities do you have? Not saying that your responsibilities should dictate your passion or career, but you need to put that mental picture in your mind to say, I'm making this commitment for four years 
and I'm definitely getting out of this with a degree or I'm getting out of this with a qualification. And another thing that you need to consider, which is the second major point, is the institution where you're going to have your studies. Now, the first thing that you need to consider right off the bat is the availability of your program. Which institution has the program that you need? Which, which institution offers that? And you need to look at all of those things by checking the short list of in institutions that you have and checking their online prospectus and browsing through their um, website and you need to make yourself familiar with their websites whether you're going to college varsity or uh, a private institution or whatever high institution so you need to familiarize yourself with the website where the prospectus is is the program available there and leading to the second thing in this point uh, the requirements for admission so you need to look at what is exactly needed of my metric marks to get into that program. Now, this is a very sad mistake that I saw a lot of people making throughout my higher education career and also some high school friends and a lot of people I know. And I know that they were well-intentioned, but they didn't have the information at their hands. They didn't have the privilege of the information. But nowadays, we can't make that excuse because everything is available and everyone has access to the internet if if they don't it's there's always a way to find a, a, a loop around that in getting access to information and that you need to find what is required of your program so let's make an example with engineering because that's where i'm based what type of math marks do you need in order to get into the program what type of physics marks do you need what type of English marks? And this is a thing that a lot of people don't consider. English does seem like, especially if you're doing it as a second language, does seem like that subject you're not um, supposed to be focusing on and you're supposed to be focusing on the physics and the science. But English does play a role in your admissions. And also as well, it makes things easier for you when it comes to communication and also understanding the material that you're going to be presented with in varsity. So check all those things and go to your chosen varsities prospectus and check those admissions out they talk about an admission point um so let me just get that they talk about an aps so that's your admission points score yeah it's been a long time since i applied for varsity so you need to consider that and you need to look at where you are if you're in grade 10 and maybe your math is lacking maybe find ways on how to improve your math skills how to improve your, your your reading your english comprehension skills so definitely look into that and then you also want to look at accreditation and this is especially true in south africa if you're living in south africa you know exactly what i'm talking about we have these uh, institutions they call fly by night institutions where they are not registered with the department of higher education and you need to avoid these as much as you avoid a bad dancing TikTok video. So you need to look at, does the institution offer programs that are accredited with the professional board that is registered uh, for the degree that I'm, I'm looking to study? So for example, going back to engineering, the professional uh, board is EXA, Engineering Council of South Africa. So those institutions are the ones that actually say your degree is accredited and you have all the skills that are required for you to work in the field. Check if that institution is registered with those boards and also as well, check if it's registered with the Department of Health, uh, the Department of Higher Education, sorry. So you need to consider that. And also as well, if you are unsure about this, definitely reference the book that I wrote, Chow Course, a free ebook, Shameless Pug here. 
about uh, applying to college and making the most out of it while having fun. And I'll link that in the show notes as well. So if you're unsure of that, definitely call the higher um, de- Department of Higher Education and find out if that program is accredited and if that institution is accredited. And then you need to look at cost of the varsity that you're going to be studying in. This is a big thing and these were one of the reasons why I changed institutions in the beginning because the costs were just too much and when I wasn't doing well in that institution, I ended up forking out most of the cost myself and these are the things that you need to consider. So when looking at costs, you can go into your varsity's online page look at their yearbook so you go into their page you go into the faculty say you're doing a ba in accounting right you go into your ba and then you look at their yearbook there's something that they call a yearbook where they give you estimated course costs of your program or sometimes some varsities have started doing this and they see uh, that people actually want to find out costs so they put that on their page so if you're searching for a program you should definitely check that out the value of seeing those numbers, I'm sure most of you guys haven't seen like 50,000, 70,000 or something. The first time I saw that amount was when it was charged onto my student account where I saw what's 64,000. That was the first time I saw that an amount. And, you know, with, with, with things that are happening, you never know what will happen in the future. We're praying that you do well in varsity, but you never know what will happen. So you need to consider if things go bad, Will I be able to, to cover that cost or will I able, be able to find alternative ways to cover that cost? So definitely check that out. And also as well, another thing you need to look at, the cost of living in the city of the varsity that you chose, the transport and the accommodation. I know Cape Town is very expensive when it comes to accommodation. And I know uh, Johannesburg, Bramfontein, the prices are hiking up when it comes to accommodation because of it and all the other institutions that are around it. Uh, so it's definitely a student hub and property investors are hacking up the prices there because of demand. Of course, there's a lot of students coming in, so the prices are going to go up. So I talk about this in the book as well, Chow Course, that you can find in the description, where you need to start looking at the costs of the places by just going onto your Google Maps on your phone and check out the prices on the websites. Some companies are actually doing a nice job of putting the prices on the entries that they have on Google Maps. So when you check on Google Maps, you can definitely find out, okay, this costs uh, so much, about 4000 and all of that. So that if you are unable to find funding for the first semester, um, then you can look at ways and how you can finance your accommodation. But we don't want to do that. We want you to go into varsity with everything funded, and you know that for the year you set everything is paid for so things that you need to look into when it comes to cost as well is the funding programs that are offered by your varsity and the merit programs what am i talking about here some varsities actually incentivize high performing students to enroll at their varsity of course this improves their chances of higher graduation rates and all of that but it is a great thing that you can take advantage of there are programs if you get in with a high average mark and lots of distinctions from your metric you get 75 percent cut off 60 percent cut off 50 percent cut off your initial tuition and when you get in school as well there are incentives to help you 
uh, pay for your fees if you do well in your first year and you score high marks and you become part of the golden key society or any type of society what are some of the incentives that they have in order to cut your costs those things are very helpful in keeping your costs down and reducing your stress so that you can focus on doing well at school and also having a nice time at college or varsity or whichever institution that you choose and also as well there's a program that is offered by the South African government, and that is NSFAS, where you can apply for funding if you're from a disadvantaged background. And most credits to the people that are working there and the, the, the people that made things happen during the fees must fall strikes that were able to unlock these opportunities to many South Africans. Definitely check that out. These days, you have no excuse to 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 not be getting funding because there's a lot of opportunities that you can get of course there are issues with those um institutions whatever funding institutions you can have there are issues and i also have a personal story tied to that but um check that out and take note of the things that they need documents they need which i'll get into now soon documents they need what do you need to qualify for nsfas and other bursary programs so definitely check that out and i encourage applying to bursary programs because for some companies they um, are going to sell help you secure employment after or have, they will have some graduate training program which you can use to gain skills that are necessary for your industry and another thing that is often not addressed is the quality of life in the city and the the, the culture of the city the city that you're going to be um, living in if you are in Joburg expect crime you know uh, if you're coming from a, a previously uh, a background a disadvantaged background or rural area you need to expect that Johannesburg has a lot of crime as with any major metropolitan city and you need to consider that it is fast paced so these are the things that you need to adapt into when 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 you enter that environment in order to thrive in that environment um cape town i know has a much more laid back outdoorsy approach as with free state and the other um, varsities that are situated in these um, beautiful serene places you also need to consider that look at the quality of life but also as well as a warning don't take advice from seniors that are not doing well if there are seniors from that varsities that you come across in varsity in, in in social media and they are not doing well in their programs don't take advice from them those people will scare you they'll be like don't come here the system is like this and this and this there are some points that they will mention about the culture of the varsity that they're in but take those with a pinch of salt and always consider are these people actually putting in the work that they're supposed to put in but that was just me going off on a tangent but we can that could be a whole series on its own and we can definitely do that and the third thing that you need to consider the major thing is you need to schedule everything during the time of this recording because of covid a lot of varsities extended they um they are closing dates so you need to take all of that into account and a trick that i share also in the book is that you need to put these vital dates into your google calendar google calendar or any other calendar platform that you have on your phone put those dates in there put reminders right so that you can streamline your application process and you can also start feeling like a professional because professionals use calendars to schedule everything and that is the approach that will help you in varsity even when you're scheduling for your classes and you also need to take note of the extension dates and 
we definitely don't want to get into this. We want to apply as early as we can so that we can email, we can follow up with the administration people that are helping us so that we have a smooth and easy application process. We want to get those applications in early, but also as well uh, look for the extension dates if something does happen. And leading on to the fourth major tip here, and that is you need to gather all the documents that you need uh, from your varsity. Of course, in the previous steps, we talked about familiarizing yourself with the varsity's website page and finding out all of the nitty gritties and all the things that they need and the documents that they need for admission. And also, NASFOS, what documents do they need? What do bursaries need when it comes to documents? Gather all of those things up. And with the advent of COVID, a lot of varsities and institutions and colleges are not going to be taking in mail or walk-ins. Online is the future. Online application is the future. So have those documents scanned, all of them scanned without being certified. Have them scanned, upload them into your cloud software, a secure cloud software. You could be using Google Drive. You could be using Dropbox, but something that you can access from any device. Take those documents, gather them up, have them scanned, upload them there. Why is this crucial? So that when you walk into an internet cafe, right, you can just link up your phone or you can email the person that is helping you and you can print out these documents wherever you are. And also as well, bulk scan and bulk certify all of these documents. So if you know that you're going to be applying and they're going to need your ID copy and you're applying to five institutions, maybe also scan that. And this is something that I, I forgot to address, but application fees. That's another thing you need to consider and you need to plan around that as well. But scan all of the documents that are required and bulk certify them and bulk email them or bulk handle them when it comes to your application so that you don't forget uh, documents that you were supposed to submit and you can have everything on the cloud and it's seamless and you're not stressing when you lost your USB stick or your laptop or tablet crashed. The cloud is the, is the future, internet and online applications are the future. And another thing that is most relevant now during this time, especially with the pandemic, and uh, we could expect this for quite some time now, for quite a long time, which is something that I'm going to address in the next episode of Push Start Books on how to prepare for the long-term solutions of the pandemic. You need to st start thinking about this even when you're in high school. And if you're a parent that is having a child in high school, definitely let them know about this and let them know about long-term planning. And that is you need to think about remote learning and the issues that come with accommodation. A lot of students this year were either kicked out of their varsity um, accommodation places or their private accommodation places and were now maybe liable to paying rent this is especially painful if you're paying rent yourself or you have your parents pay rent and now you need to move out or maybe your your property manager is not that nice and didn't have a a plan for you to have your rent waived or the cancellation fees waived you know uh, these are the things you need to consider not everyone is nice out there and accommodation if you're looking for accommodation um my default recommendation is go to your varsity's um, on-campus um, accommodation. They might have higher standards for, for admission, 
but those are the things that will help you to get in the qualification and get out as quickly as you can because they always have strategies to help protect you against different things that are happening in the world and that is especially true when it came to the COVID-19 pandemic and also as well they are very strict when it comes to noise management uh, performance and all of those things and we know the longer you stay in college the more you're hitting your earning income uh, potential so definitely check online campus varsities now and in your application process also consider the things that they need pay slips um, ids of your parents all of those things consider that and use the previous step and bulk manage all of those documents so accommodation you need to look at Yes, you still need to apply for accommodation in case things change, but also as well, have a backup plan in case things go peer-shaped. Have a backup plan on remote learning. If you have a source of income now or if you are privileged that your parents can afford you um, these tools, consider having a modem, a Wi-Fi modem. Save up for it if you can. If you can't and you have a phone, maybe consider... Um, in uh, looking into Wi-Fi hotspotting because a lot of remote learning will be happening in these next few years to help deal with the pandemic. So look at things such as uh, the cost of data. I know some operators are very expensive in South Africa and I still think that some well-known celebrity was right in saying that data must fall. It should fall. But there are other operators as well that have cheaper data plans and you can consider checking them out as well. And you can invest in a low-cost modem for like 300 bucks. If you don't have, your phone is just enough to do the work. Maybe you link it up to a secondary platform. And I understand we live in a, a society where there are a lot of people in previously disadvantaged or currently disadvantaged backgrounds. So I do practice a lot of empathy when I say this. But also as well, if you have tools that will allow you to do remote learning, consider that as an option because this pandemic is going to be here for quite some time. That is not to scare you, but is to empower you to make the right type of decisions and make sure that your online learning experience is good and you can have that skill to improve your life and improve your career. Now, there are definitely a lot of things that you can do and most of them are detailed in the free ebook totally free no cost nada totally free ebook that i've uh, published from last year that helps high, high schoolers get into college adapt and do great while also having fun so i'll definitely link that in the show notes and if you have any questions if you're a high schooler a parent a friend a cousin to offer high schooler and you have questions on how to handle application processes or anything tied into future career and varsity, definitely uh, catch up with me in any of the platforms that we have. LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn. Andy Leno Papaza, Andy Leno Papaza on Facebook. Send me a friend request or follow there and DM me with all of your questions. If you found this episode useful, as always, please share it with someone. And also as well, if you're on Apple, you can leave us a review. And if you're on Google, you can leave us a subscribe. Thank you so much for listening to the episode and have a great one. Cheers.